The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Betza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir Ben Esther. Amen. has been dedicated as well Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Oshir, Veoshir, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zocher in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Adam Azrak in honor of. The caterer, our dear friend Mr. Uri Nadan, may he have continued success. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Elul Nishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Daf Zayin Amud Bet, and we start three lines from the bottom. The Gemara quotes a line from the Mishnah Umodim. Sheim shachat sheyachpor b'deker v'chaser. As of now, we learned a machloket in the Mishnah b'chamay b'tilil regarding: Is somebody permissible to slaughter an animal on Yom Tov and then subsequently make the mitzvah of kisui hadam? The way we understood the machloket on the previous daf, whether it was according to Rabbah's interpretation or Rabbi Yosef's interpretation. The case was where somebody is coming to ask a rabbi if they are allowed to make shechita, if it's permissible lechetahila. So we said, according to Bet Shammai, it is permissible lechetahila to make the shechita, again, under certain circumstances, which we'll see, it is permissible lechetahila, whereas Bet Elel said, it is only mutar bediavad. But the Mishnah said that even Bet Elel would agree that she'im shachat, that if you did slaughter, even he agrees that you uh, will dig with the uh, spade and cover up the blood. So the Gemara says over here, well, Amar Rabbi Zerika, Amar of Yehuda, Vehu Sheyesh Lo Deker Na'utz Mebe'odyom. Betelel is going to be lenient only in a case where the spade was thrusted into the karka Mebe'odyom from before Yom Tov. That alleviates a few problems. Number one, it alleviates the Muqseh problem, because now already it was designated. It also alleviates the problem of Harisha, because normally on Yom Tov, you're not allowed to go start digging in the ground. That's one of the limited Pelachot. But having the spade in the ground, now already the earth is softened already, and therefore you alleviated the problem of Horesh. Now it should be noted that uh, according to everybody, you have to alleviate this problem, which is even according to Bet Shammai, that allows you to do the chetahilah, kisui had shechita, followed by kisui adam, you're going to have to make sure that the spade was in the ground first in order to alleviate the issue of choresh. However, there's still other problems that the Gemara now deals with. And the Gemara's question is, which means uh, the Gemara is asking a question according to Rashi, three lines on the bottom. Shaita, the Rabbi Yudaparich, the Amad, who she is to deke na'utz. 
We just learned according to Rabbi Yehuda that why you have to have a spade in the ground already. Alma the tamad matnitin la mishum de ate ase de vechisal be afar ve dahe et lo taase kol melaka, which means obviously over here we're trying to get rid of all the melachot. Because if you didn't want to get rid of the melachot, there was another option you could have used over here. We have a principle that says, That a positive commandment pushes away and overrides a negative commandment. Now the positive commandment over here is, That's a positive commandment. The negative commandment is, So if I were just overriding things, So I don't care what Isulim I have over there. Which means I don't have to put a spade in from before Yom Tov. I don't care about Harisha. Why? Because I could use the principle of But from the fact that Yehuda told me that I have to have a spade in the ground from before Yom Tov, that means he's not using the principle of because he's trying to get rid of the Isurim. Oh, so once you try to get rid of the Isurim, so you got rid of Horesh. So that she could do Elam Mishum the Kvar Khafur Ve'omedu. Ve'akavid Kitisha. And then you have another problem. What about Kitishak? It says grinding. Why? You have the clumps of earth, they're still attached to each other, right? It's clumps. And therefore, they're not worthy for covering. Until you grind them. Kotesh falls under the subcategory of Tohen, which is one of the limited Melachot. So, what the Gemara is really asking is, Rabbi Yehuda, you take care of the problem of Choresh. Okay, but what are you going to do now with the problem of Ketisha? What are you going to do with the problem of Tohen? So the Gemara says, Amar Bihayabar Asheh, Amarab, Be'afar, Tihawah. We're talking about over here, loose dirt. Which means the ground is loose and therefore it's already uh, crushed already and therefore you have no problem of Tohen. So again, let's, let's discuss the problems we took care of so far. We took care of Horesh and now we took care of uh, Tohen and we took care of Mukseh. So the Gemara says, Wait, what's the problem here? You're making a hole. What's the problem making a hole? That she says, Which means you're constructing a hole. That's a binyan. For example, let's say this is in a house. In a house, when somebody makes a hole in his house, we learned in Masechet Shabbat. So constructing a hole is a positive uh, action, and therefore it's a problem of boneh. If you made the hole in your field, it's the isur of uh, choresh. So the Tosafot has a question, says, what are you talking about? How could you be hayav choresh? I mean, we just said, we're talking about loose uh, earth. And the Gemara Shabbat clearly told us that when you have loose earth, it's not considered choresh, because when you move the earth, what happens is it just it, it closes up. The, the, hole doesn't, uh, the hole doesn't form on, on loose earth. For example, if you take something out of loose earth, it just it closes up. up, it caves in. So therefore, how could you tell me over here you have a problem of uh, choresh? So the Tosafot says... That the case is talking about, you're right, you have loose earth, but next to the loose earth you have hard earth. And therefore when you're going to take the loose earth, the hard earth around it is going to create a hole, a cavity, uh, under, uh, next to it. And therefore the Gemara is asking, uh, where you make a Horesh, or it's Boneh, the problem is you're making a hole, so how are you going to solve that problem? So the Gemara answers, Kedrabi Abba. The following the paper be Abba, the be Abba. Which means we learned the Masechah Shabbat that if a person is digging a hole, but he doesn't need the hole, he just needs the the dirt, the earth. So that's considered, we learned in Shabbat, 
that's a melacha that's not constructive in the sense you don't need the outcome of what you're doing. You don't need the whole per se, you need the dirt. Then okay. therefore, melacha shena sidi Gemara says, you're actually patur in such a case. Now, it should be noted that in that case really, it's patur abad asur. So therefore, the chaurai, you didn't really solve your problem yet. You just turned it from a deoraita into a drabanan. But the chaurai still, it should be asur. So look at the top rashi, patur alia, kedemifaresh, this is considered already a mekalkel. Okay, but still, even if you want to call it a mekalkel, call it a mekalkel, it's a destructive act. But peturim means patur aval, asur. So the Tosafot over here, ve'enu sarikh ela la'afra patur, Tosafot says, mishum davi melakhash shena sidikal gufa u patur ala betema, dimkem patur aval asur lekata'ila. What do you mean? You can do something patur aval asur lekata'ila? Of course not. Meaning, really, it's asur midra banan. How do they lie to me? Yishlomar, dimishum simhat yoftob, mutarafu lekata'ila. Wow, which means they're going to tell you, yeah, they're going to wave the Yisudra Banan in order to have some Hat Yom Tov. What's a some Hat Yom Tov? So you can slaughter an animal and eat it. You're right. What's the problem over here? You're digging the hole over here. Up at the hole over here is in a Gufat, so Yisudra Banan. Yisudra Banan, we wave it because of Simhat Yom Tov. So then those forces we Tomar in Ken, Lamali, uh, so then, well, right, if you're waving all these items over here, so what are you telling me that you have to put the uh, deck and nuts, or you have to put it in the uh, ground from before? Once you tell me already the whole Choresh is so therefore the Chaura, dig, it's not really considered digging anymore because you don't need the, the hole. Choresh is for the hole, not for the dirt, so what do you have to tell me you have to spade in? So Tosfot says, The spade takes care of the Mukseh problem. So he's by putting it in the spade in the ground, so now it's not a problem of Mukseh because already you prepared. So that's why it'll be mutar on be'erev yom tov. Now, according to the Pnei Yoshua, Pnei Yoshua has a little different understanding. He says, since already we established that we're talking about afarti chawa chovir, we're talking about uh, loose ground, crumpled ground already. So therefore, when you move crumpled ground, it's really not boneh deoraita. That's only boneh betrabanan. Plus, add to the fact that it's a melechat shenasirikali gufa, and it's really not the derech benyanji. You have two items, so two items like that, we'll be able to say that it'll be mutah lechatayla. So that's the way the Pnei uh, Yoshua understands the opinion of Rashi. Ve'av shekan medubar ba'afarti chowach she'en derech lebnot. Plus the fact that it's a melechat shenasirikali gufa. Therefore, the ma'asets mutar. So basically what Al-Gemara did, it alleviated all the potential isurim that can occur in a case of digging ground for the mitzvah of Kisui Adam. The last part of the Mishnah said, and we continue the Gemara, She'ef and Kiram Uchanu. The end of the Mishnah said, because the ashes of an oven are considered prepared. So the Gemara says, Efer Kira, man Who's talking about Efer Kira? As if you continue, as, as if, did we mention anything in the beginning of the Mishnah that you're telling me, so you should know. Efer Kira, Mukhanu. Who's talking about Efer Kira? Amar Kira, Mukhanu. What the Gemara is really saying is like this, that besides the Afar, that you're able to use to make Yisui Haddam if you had the spade uh, thrusted into it before Yom Tov you should also, there's another item that's considered prepared and what is that? the ashes 
from the person's oven, which means a guy could go on Yom Tov and take the Efer Kira and use that for the mitzvah of Kisu Yadam. Even though the Torah says Vichisau Be'afar, the Gemara says that Afar and Efer are interchangeable. Dirt and ashes are interchangeable, therefore it would be permissible to use Efer as well for the mitzvah. I but I didn't prepare it. Doesn't matter. Efer Kira Muchanu. Once the fire's out, the person in his mind before Yom Tov is he's going to use the Efer for whatever necessity he needs. In this case, he needs it for the Kisu Yadam and therefore it's considered non this is only talking about where the ashes were lit which means they were set on fire the wood was set on fire from before Yom Tov but if they were put on fire on Yom Tov it's going to be Asur. So again, Rashi says, If they were lit on fire from before Yom Tov, Rashi His mind's on it already from before Yom Tov. <coughs> that he's going to use it for everything. They weren't prepared from yesterday, and it just happened today. It wasn't prepared, it was going to be Mukse. However, If the ashes that were burnt today, are still hot, hot enough that you could roast an egg in them, mutar, you can use them, hot ashes, you can go and put it over the, uh, over the uh, blood. What's the logic? So that she says, You still have hot ash, mutar. Yesterday, when there was still wood, They were prepared for what purpose? For cooking and cooking. Um, for fire, and for roasting, and still today, it's still the oil for roasting, which means even if it's in the ash state, it's still the oil for its original intention. Because bottom line, you could put an egg in it, for example, and roast it. Now the once already it's worthy and useful for roasting an egg. Then already I say it's, it's not muksefirit, it's not muksefirit. You can take it and also put it on the dam. Which once then we can we give you an option. We're telling you like this: you can use the efir of the kira. However, it's got to be efir that already was burned from yesterday, so your mind was on it from before Yom Tov. You know it's going to be burnt, and therefore you know you're going to have the ashes. Then you're going to use it for, uh, for for whatever you want. However, if it's burnt on Yom Tov itself, unless it's still hot. What's the logic? Because going into Yom Tov, what was the purpose of this wood? For, for fire purposes, for burning purposes. Now the ashes are still serving that same function. Once you can pick it up for the sorich of roasting, already you can use it also for the sake of Kisui Haddam. Tanya Namehache, we have a bright to support us. Kisha Amru Efer Kira Muchanu, Lo Amru Ela Shusak Me'erev Yom Tov. It's only talking about where it was burned from before Yom Tov. Aval Usak Me'yom Tov, Asur Vim Ra'uy, Let's Thot Bo Mutar. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ichnis Afar, Leginato, Ulchurbato. A person brought a pile of Afar into his garden or into his wasteland. Hurba, which they explain, is wasteland, which means perhaps he has a purpose to use this afar for something. But he piled it up, let's say, in uh, in, in a certain area of these fields. So mutar lechasot bo. This uh, dirt is not considered mukseh. You're allowed to use it for the mitzvah kisuya dam. What's the logic? So long as you piled it up, you really didn't designate it yet for what you're going to use it for. 
and therefore uh, you can use it for anything, as opposed to, let's say you started to spread it around your field, then already you cannot take that off, it was designated for your field, it's part of your ground already. <coughs> However, as long as it's still piled up, it's still open for uh, any usage, and therefore that afar, the tibir gina or yahuba, can be used for the mitzvah of kisu yadam rashi, ichnis afar harbe, bimakum ehad, le sur gina to, le sur khurba to, le shothan bahim, which means he's going to spread it around. Mutal lechasot po dechozeman chu savu. So long as it's piled, date elave lechoserachav. His intention is for all the needs. Ve'amar Rav Yehuda machnis adam melo kupato afar. A person is able to bring a basket full of afar of dirt into the house. Ve'ose ba kol surko, and he can use it also for all his needs. Now, what's the difference between the first statement and the Yehuda statement? In the first statement. Also, say you can have a pile of dirt in your field. He's coming along and say you can take a basket of dirt and put it in your you know, corner of your house. And until you start using it, it's designated really for anything, and therefore you can use it for the mitzvah of kisui afad. So the she says, Machnis Adam afad besetam. When you get brought it in for stamp purposes, then not no bimikom ehad, the Oseba Kosarakati can use it for all the purposes, then no amrinan batlala legabekarka bait I need zutra. Because I could have argued and said since it's such a small amount of earth, maybe it becomes batil to the ground. It becomes part of the karka now. Part of the karka, the karka becomes mukse, it's part of the ground now, and therefore you cannot use it. Kamashmalan that even though it's a small amount, you can still use it until you actually start spreading it around the ground, which means that you that's coming to be more lenient. Nah, only when you have a big pile outside with the shorts not going to the batil to the ground you can take it and use it it's not muqseh even a small amount you'll be able to take it and use it for the mazaf ki suyadam darash morzutra mishemet morzutra raba vehushi yichet no keren zavit but it's only talking about where you designated this pile of dirt in your house in a specific corner that she says you didn't start spreading it around which means it's designated for your usage right, obviously you take care of all the other problems you don't have because it's designated already you don't have a problem of because we're talking about that is uh, soft, and as that matter as well, you don't have the problem of Horesh, uh, like the reasons we explained above. So therefore, it'll be mutar, according to the Yehuda, when you have this pile of dirt that was brought the stam into a person's house, and it is designated in the corner. Now the Gemara asks a question, now as an introduction to this question, <coughs> we have to keep in mind that the mitzvah of Kisuyadam is dafka said by Hayot. Okay, Hayah is a non-domesticated animal, like let's say a deer, uh, and let's say also it was said by birds, chickens, etc. However, by a behemah, there is no mitzvah of kisui hadam. Uh, so now the question is going to be certain, specifically an animal called the koi. Okay, the koi is really a safik. It's safik hayah, safik behemah. We're really not certain what uh, species does the koi fall into? And therefore, regarding the Mitzvah of Kisuyadam, obviously, it also falls into a safek as well. Now we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says the following. Koi en shohatin oto bi yom tov. You're not allowed to slaughter it on yom tov. Now, uh, so what's the problem? So that she says, because maybe it's a hayah. And maybe it's going to be obligated in the mitzvah of Kisuyadam. 
and you're not going to be able to. Now we're going to see why you're not going to be able to. But that's what they're saying, because we're worried that in the event that it, it is a haya, don't slaughter it. Because after you slaughter it, you have to do adam, and for some reason you're not going to be able to. The im shahato, but if you did slaughter it on Yom Tov, she says, the reason why you don't do it is because maybe it's a behemah. After you slaughtered it now, and after Hoshish, maybe it's a behemah. Now, how are you going to take the afar and cover it? It's not uh, It's not for the uh, designated purpose. And therefore, you're not going to be allowed to. You're not allowed to pick up the afar for doing this uh, item that's not considered a mitzvah. Now the Gemara is going to ask on this Mishnah. So let's get the Mishnah. There's a Resha of the Mishnah and there's a Sefer of the Mishnah. What's the Resha of the Mishnah? The Resha is in Shahatin et Takoi Beyom Tov. The Sefer of the Mishnah is what? Beim Shahato. If you slaughtered it, you do not cover the blood. Regular day, you slaughter a koi. Correct. You slaughter it. So you make berachah. Believe berachah. Comes the Gemara and says, If you're going to say that. You have afar mukhan, which means if you just told me to be Uda, that if a guy has afar in his house, in his corner, and you told me that the afar that you have in the corner of your house is non mukseh, right? Didn't the Uda just tell me you have afar in your house? And that's a common case. She's the Gemara is not asking from the case of the field where a guy has a pile of dirt, because not everybody has a pile of dirt in their fields, but a pile of dirt in your house, that's a more common case. That's the way Shitamik Kubetzer understands. And therefore, hey, you just told me that the Afar that's in your house is not Mukseh. So therefore, Lechasyeh Kedrav Yehuda. Why don't you cover it according to Rabbi Yehuda? Which means, uh, you just told me that what? Rabbi Yehuda first went on in the Kupat Afar. You told me if you brought a Kupat Afar into the house, you'd be able to cover it. So why did you tell me in the Mishnah, you told me Lo Yishchot? Why Lo Yishchot? What's the problem? Tishchot. And take the uh, Afar that you have prepared from the room that you brought it in, and the cover, the Gabbana is trying to say, must be that that afar is also considered mukseh. Oh. That's the question. Again, the, you have to go with the assumption that they're assuming he has this afar in his house, and still the Mishnah is telling you what? Lo yishhot. So comes the Gabbana to Vila Ta'amech, hold it. You're asking a question on me? Lechashyeh kira o You have other options also that were mutar. Didn't we just say efer muchanu? How come it doesn't say take the ashes and sprinkle it on the uh, dam? How come it doesn't say if you had uh, uh, a dick and nauts, right? A spade that was thrusted into the ground, which we also said that's permissible. So the says, what are you picking on me for? Why are you only coming along and saying, oh, you see, you must be wrong. Because it didn't give you the option of afar. It didn't give you the option of ifr mukhan either. It didn't give you the option of dick and nauts. Uh, what do you have to say? Eladilitle. You know why it didn't give you the option of Efer Mukhan and uh, Spade? Because obviously it's talking about a guy who doesn't have these options available to him. So therefore, so too we're talking about a case where the guy doesn't have dirt in his house. So you can't bring a question on the Biyuda from this Mishnah and say, Oh, you see that? The fact that they didn't tell you to use the dirt in your house, the dirt in your house is Mukseh. I'll tell you, you don't have the dirt in the house. That's a case where a guy didn't have the dirt. What's my proof? Because why did it say use Efer Mukhan? How come it didn't say use uh, the, from the Dekh and Naut? Ela must be talking about a guy who doesn't have. Kimra says, ah, so now we're talking about a case where he doesn't have any of these options. 
אפילו ודאי נמה. So then what did the Mishnah say? You should not slaughter a koi on Yom Tov. And now what, what are we getting the reason here? Because you're not going to have anything to cover it with. You don't have efer, you don't have dekan na'ud, you don't have the afar. Why only a koi? It should say even a vadai, even a regular animal, a regular chicken, you should not be allowed to slaughter on Yom Tov because you don't have the, uh, you don't have the means to cover it. So the Gemara says, "Lo v'day nami lo lo mebaya kamaniya." The Mishnah is using a lo mebaya style. What is that? Lo mebaya v'day de lo lishchot, which means, of course, I don't have to tell you. Even if for sure v'day you can't slaughter. Why can't you slaughter it? You don't have the uh, the wherewithal. You don't have the efer, the afar, and all that. That's pasut. Aval safek ema mishum smachat yovtov. I might have thought, listen, this koi over here is a sefik. Listen, it could be, it's a behemah. It could be it's not obligated to cover it at all. So I might have said, you know what? It's lenient for some hot yom tov. Let the guy enjoy his yom tov. Maybe I tell you, slaughter the koi. Don't cover it. Lichbod yom tov. It's a safek anyway. Kamash malan the mishnah. No, you can't even slaughter a koi. That's a safek if you don't have the wherewithal. Uh, to make the kisui adam. So therefore, you're right. For sure, a vadai you can't slaughter. A regular chicken, if you don't have the stuff prepared, the safar, vadai. The hadush is it's saying even a koi you can't slaughter. Why would I think even a koi? Why does a sevarat say a koi? Yes, yes. Because I myself, a koi is a safik. Could be you don't have to. Uh, 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 cover it at all. So I might have said like this. You know what? The court slaughter it and leave it. Don't uh, don't cover it. How could you not cover it? But well, anyway, you might not have to cover it. Kamashmala, no, even the koi, which is a safek, we don't want you to get involved with it of uh, slaughtering it. Look at Tahila on Yom Tov. Look at Rashi. Lo mebaya kamar. Hi, dinakat koi en shohatin. That would have said in the Mishnah that the koi you cannot slaughter. Koshiken hayagimura hateona kisui voenu yachol rubutash min and koi velo mivaya vadai. Exactly like we said. Kamash pan. So Kamash Gemaran says veha midiketani sefa. Well, if you go to the second part of the Mishnah, but what was the second part of the Mishnah? The im shahato en mechasim et damo. If you did slaughter the koi, what does the Mishnah say? You cannot slaughter the, uh, you cannot cover the blood. Michlal, that implies that what? Just let's get the right girsah. Fine. Michlal bidi'itle askinan. This implies to us that must be we talking about over here where you have dirt. Mm. Why? Because what the Mishnah is saying over here is Dafka by a koi. Right? So it says, and if you slaughtered the koi, do not cover it. Now it's mashma only because it's a koi, we don't want you to cover it. Because a koi is a safik. But mashma, if it was a vadai, cover it. Now, when we cover it, must be talking about because you have dirt. Now look at Rashi. Ba'amidiktani seva kilomar. Bishlama en shohatim deresha. I understand the resha en shohatim. It's tarikh dekamart. Like you explained it to me already. Telotema nishchot mishum kavod yom tov belo kisui. Good. You told me the resha means. 
don't slaughter the koi. I might have thought you're able to do it and don't cover it because of some hatyom tov. Kamashmalan, don't slaughter it. Good. The sefa that says, and if you slaughter, you don't cover. What do you mean? If you don't have any of the materials to cover, of course. Which is if you're telling me that on a vaday you don't cover. So you have to tell me that a sefek you're going to cover? Which means when the sefa of the Mishnah said, now, we're, talking about, we're, talking about, we're talking about both, you told me. You told me the Mishnah is talking about a vaday and a safek. You told me the Mishnah is going with a lome ba'ya. Lome ba'ya vaday. And uh, it's even a koi. Good. Now we're talking about a case where you don't have any of the materials, correct? Mm. So what's the sefa mean? And if you slaughtered, meaning if you slaughtered a vaday, in the chasim. Of course in the chasim. Why in the chasim? Because you don't have any of the stuff prepared. <laughs> so do you have to tell me, and even a koi. You don't cover, of course, if you don't cover something that's vadai hayav to be covered, you're not going to cover a koi, which is a safek. Which means, the way you set up the understanding of this Mishnah, it doesn't work out in the sefa. If you learn the Mishnah, is you don't have the materials, you don't have the afar. Good? The Risha makes sense. The Risha tells you, don't slaughter a vadai, and even a safek, don't slaughter and leave it. Because I would have thought you might be able to cause some hat yom tov. Good, don't do that. Resha is perfect. But Yosefah doesn't make sense. Because Yosefah says, Ve'im shahat en mechassim. Now, im shahat et avadai en mechassim. Okay, vadai. Im shahat et avadai en mechassim because you don't have the stuff prepared. And then what's the hadush by a koi? What? And even a koi, if you slaughtered it, what do you mean even a koi? Kol sheken a koi. There's no hadush in a koi. If on a vadai you don't cover, kol sheken on a safek, you're not going to cover. Ela... You must have learned the whole Mishnah wrong. That she says, Must be talking about when you do have Afar. And therefore, the Hadush of the Mishnah is like this. By a Vadai, you would actually cover it. Which means, even in the Resha, you can go slaughter the Chetayla on Yom Tov, a Vadai. And uh, cover it. But by a uh, Koi, which is a Safek, the Safek law. The kashan amai, and the question is why not? If you have afar, and you Rabbi that told me the afar is not a problem of mukseh. When you have the afar in your house, there's no mukseh problem. So the chaurai should be able to store the koi, the chatayla on yom tov. What are you worried about? The afar? You have afar. Good. Just like you could for the vaday. Could you use? Uh, could you do it? Yes. Why can't you do it for the koi? Ela Rabbi Yehuda must be there's something wrong with this afar over here. This afar must be mukseh. Uh, uh, what's the problem? So comes the Gemara and says, Ela Maraba. Rabbi gives a hadush. Efer kira muhan levadai ve'en muhan lesafik. Yeah, efer kira is muhan like we said. It's not mukseh, but it's only prepared for vadai animals. Like a pure haya, but it's not designated and prepared for a sefik. Rashi, muhan levadai ve'en muhan sefik. Kasal kadata, dachi kamar. Afagad darte lechol mili, which is even though let's say by the Rebbe Yudas case, when you brought the afar into your house, you're coming as for what? For everything. Hachnasato mu'elit levadai ve'en mu'elit sefik. Yeah, for some reason, the guy is my friend, but he's not thinking about, I'm going to use it to cover 
the blood of a koi. And that's why the Mishnah the mm-hmm. said clearly, and shochatin it takoi beyom tov. Ah, but anyway, have afar over there. Yeah, that afar is prepared for a lot of things, mm-hmm. but it's not prepared to cover the koi, and therefore it's going to be mukse. So comes the Gemara says, lesafek my tamalo. Could you tell me the reason? No. Why, why, if it's designated for everything, why it should be designated for the safek? So the Gemara says, the kaavid guma. Oh, because you can tell me, yeah. Because what's going to happen when you start digging from the dirt to cover it? You're going to make a hole. So Gemara says, what do you mean? Vaday na mekaavid guma. What do you mean by the vaday case? You're also going to make a guma. So that cannot be the reason. And what did we answer by the vaday case? Ela kederi bi abba. Didn't we answer already the Gumah question like Rabbi Abba? The case is talking about where well, you don't need the hole, you need the dirt, and therefore it's not a problem. How can I make it Rabbi Abba? So to by the case of the Sefeq, Gumah is not the problem. I'll say it's talking about a case where you don't need the hole, you're just doing it for the dirt. So back to the question, why are you telling me that the Efer or the Afar is not prepared for a Sefeq? Ela Sefeq Maitama says, Dilma Avid Kitish. Oh, we're worried that it's going to be clumps. And when you're going to take it, and you're going to pick the uh, the uh, kisui, you're going to loosen it up, and that's a problem of kitisha, which is a problem of tohen. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? That's the same problem of vaday also. That's not a safek. It's just the same problem as vaday. Vaday ki ka'avit kitisha ate ase vedahe et lo ta'ase. Oh, the Gemara answers now and answers. Now I'll tell you, you have kitisha, but when you're doing kisui hadam by a vaday, you have a mitzvah doraita here. Vechisa o be'afar. The mitzvah ta'ase is going to dohe the kitisha. However, on a safik, there's no mitzvah ta'aseh. A safik mitzvah ta'aseh is not going to do ketisha. So you hear what the Gebarah is saying at this point? At this point, the Gebarah is saying the whole reason why the Mishnah said that a koi, you're not allowed to make the kisui hadam, or a better, you're not allowed to slaughter it. Because we don't want you to make the kisui hadam. I, what do you mean? I have the afar. The afar is mukhan. Got a problem here. Your problem is when you're going to make the kisui adam, you're going to be over on kitisha. Hey, when I do the vaday, I'm also going to be over on kitisha. No, but the vaday is aseh dochei lo taaseh. Taaseh of vichisau be'afar is over. Is is overrides the lo taaseh of lo taaseh melaka. But by a safek, there's no aseh. It's a safek aseh. In safek aseh dochei lo taaseh. Comes the Gemara says, hold it. You're learning Aseh Dochei Lo Ta'aseh incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Which the source of Aseh Dochei Lo Ta'aseh? We have two sources. The source is Mila Betzara'at and Sha'atnez by Sisit. Let's review those two cases. Torah says a, a child has on his brit Mila Atzara'at. Torah says, Shamir Beneg Atzara'at. You're not about to cut Atzara'at off. Now the Mila, right where the Mila is, there's Atzara'at. Halakha says, the Moya is able to do the brit Mila even though he's going to take off the Atzara'at. Why? Because Mitzvah Ta'aseh of Another case is, see, 
Let's say you have a seat that's made out of linen. The Torah says you have a sebega uh, that's made out of linen, and now you want to put on it petil techilet. Right? The Torah says you have to put techilet, a blue, blue string. The blue string is made out of wool. Uh, you're going to put the blue string, it's going to be shopnez, you have a wool garment, a, a linen garment with a wool string. Torah says mutar aseh is lochelot aseh. Shopnez is a lot aseh. The mitzvah says it is not aseh. Now, what is common in those two examples of Aseh Lo Doha Lo Taseh? At the time that you're doing the Aseh, you push away the Lo Taseh. Which means, at the time that I'm doing the Milah, so the Lo Taseh is going away at the time that the Milah is being performed. Which means, as a result, which means, when I'm putting the seat on the garment, mm-hmm. so the seat putting it on, the, so at that time, I'm doing the Aseh, I'm pushing away the Lot Aseh. In the case of the Kisuya Dam, I'm picking up the dirt over here, and I'm crushing it. The crushing happens in my hand. And then after I go and I make the... So the Gebra is saying with you, even in a Vada'i, you can't use Aseh Dukhe Lotaseh. The Gebra says, Imar de Amrina na Ate Aseh, Vedahet Lotaseh, Kegon Mila Besara'at, Iname Sadin Besisit, the Be'irna de Kamehakelab, at the time that you're uploading the Lotaseh, Kamukim Naseh, you're fulfilling the Aseh. Haha, Be'irna de Kamehakelab, or over here when you're doing the love of Crushing the dirt, you're not fulfilling the Aseh. So f- go back to the question of how you answer me, oh, by if I die, I don't care if it's not uh, crushed. I said, Oh, no, you don't have to do a lot of That's your question? I can tell you the case is where you, 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 you slaughter the animal right next to the afar. And therefore you're picking up the clumps and right over it, you're crushing it and it's going right on the afar. So therefore it is also very good. And now we understand why that's not an option by a koi. Because by a koi you don't have the luxury to say because it's a safek aseh. Safek behemaz, safek hayas. So according to this, this is the, uh, the answer. Comes to Kavanah and says, Sof, sof, yom tov aseh velo ta'asehu. Hold it. The answer is still not a good answer. Because yom tov is not only a lo ta'aseh, but Yom Tov, but Yom Tov is also a positive commandment. What's the positive commandment? The Torah also says Bayomarishon Shabbaton. Shabbaton means rest, but in a positive way. Now the rule is the En Which we have a rule But En and therefore, we're back to the question. Don't answer me that the case you're talking about, we're talking about uh, clumps of dirt. Because clumps of dirt is going to be a sur, an avadai case, as, as well as a safek case. So therefore, we're back to the question. Why did it say in the Mishnah that by a koi and shahatin? Why daf ka koi? Even if on a, on, on a vadai case, if you have clumps, the chaurai should not be able to shahat, because you don't say, in the end, I said, So the Gemara says, Ela marava, efer kira dato le vadai ve en dato le safek. Really, the, if I should take out the word ela, because it's not a new answer. 
just can explain the answer that we just said when we say that the afar is prepared for vadais, but it's not prepared for suffix. Why not? We didn't explain that. So it says, why now? Be'az Rabbah's following his reasonings. Rabbah said, A person, let's say, went from before Yom Tov, and he brought Afar into his house with the Kavanah to cover up excrement. Let's say there's a baby in the house, and he's worried that the baby's going to dirty up a place where the people are going to be. And they don't want to have the tsua exposed the whole time. So his Kavanah is that this Afar of his is going to be used to cover the tsua. Now it should be noted, this is a uh, non-definite action, meaning event. It's not definite that it's going to happen. It might happen. So the guy's taking uh, the afar in, you know, on a sefik that this might happen, but he has kavanah, he's going to use it. So he says, if your kavanah was for so'ah, which is considered a maybe, yeah, maybe not event, mm. For sure you can use it for a definite event. The guy knows on Yom Tov, he's going to slaughter chickens. And he knows he's going to have the mitzvah of Kisuyada. So therefore, if you took it in for the sefek item, that was in your mind, certainly you'd be able to use it for the vadai item, which is Kisuyada. However, the opposite is not true. Dam sipor asul chasot bosoa. If you took it in for the dams, so your minds, I'm using it for the vadai item covering the blood. Now this item, the tsar came into the guy's house from the kid. Your mind wasn't on it. Once your mind is on the vadai, according to Rava, we say it doesn't make it non-mukseh for the safik case. Good, that's the shita of Rava. Now let's go further. Nehar belai amre. Who's nehar belai? So that she actually tells us who that is. So that they explain it. It's Rami Bar Birbi. Okay? Now, let's read the Rashi before that. Look at Rashi. Just to get uh, clarity. See that? It's two lines before, three lines before it gets wide. Hechnis afal lechasot posa biyom tov. Sheyesh lo tinok v'yareh shema yatil re'i biyom tov lefanav. it's a fake if it's going to happen in a place that's disgusting to him. So again, if your mind is on a vadai, it's not on the safik. If it's on the safik, that's Rabah's deen. Now, Nehar Belai say, Amre, Afidu Ichnis Afar, Lechasot Bo Dam Sipor, Mutar Lechasot Bo... When Arbelai comes along and says, even if you took the item in for the Vadai, you could use it for the Sefik. Okay, they don't make a hadith. Once it's not Mukseh, your mind is on it for something, you can use it for anything. Now the Gabbara explains. Amri Bimarava in the West. Peligi Barbi Yosebar Hamadar Bizira, Amrila Rabbadar Yosebar Hamadar Bizira, Hadamar. Now, one rabbi explained like this. Koi Harehu Ketsoah. A koi has the same status of a tsoa. 
Actually, just like Tzoah is considered a Safik item, so Koi is also considered Safik, meaning if a guy took Afar with Kabarat to cover Tzoah, he would also be able to cover the Koi. Tehad Amar Koi Eno Kitzoah. One says, no, 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 the Koi is not considered like Tzoah, meaning Tzoah is considered a Vadai. And the koi would be considered like a sefik. Now, according to this opinion over here, if a guy took the afar, let's say he took the afar for tsoah, tsoah in relation to koi, the tsoah is considered like a vadai, and therefore, if you took it in for the tsoah, you would not be able to cover the koi. So that's the, again, the Gemara is trying to explain that the mahlukat that we just brought between uh, Rabbah. And the Harbilai, right, regarding if you took a Safik and you put it for a Vadai, now they're trying to explain that according to those opinions, Su'ah was a Safik. That's clear. Now the question is, how do you look at a Koi? So the Gemara wants to say that one rabbi says, Koi is like Su'ah. Koi is like Su'ah, it's a Safik. You took Afar in for Su'ah, you can use it for... Yeah, you took... Oh, that's a Vadai. That's a Vadai. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Fourth line. One, two, three, fourth line. Koi hareu kitsoa. Hamachnis afar lechasot posoa. A guy brings the afar in order to cover soa. Mutar lechasot po dam koi. Why? Dezeu. Dezeu is a sefek. Vehad amar eno kitsoa. Vamachnis afar lechasot soa. Asu lechasot po dam koi. De koi legabe soa. Kesefek legabe vadai. The soat kinok shkiha bekrobal vadai. Between soa and the relationship to a koi. Exactly. In relationship to the koi, one is considered vadai and one is considered sefik. So the Gemara says, "Tistayim." Let us conclude the okay. Raba that it's Raba who the Amar koi yareu kitzua. Why would I conclude that Raba is that Rabbi? The Amar Raba hechnis afar lechasot bo soa mutar lechasot bo dam sipor. Right, dam sipor asur lechasot bo which means I can prove from Rava. How do I prove from Rava? Look at Rashi. Amar Rava, echnis afar. A guy born afar to his house. Lechasot bo to cover soa mutar lechasot bo dam sipor, because the soa is considered a sefek compared to the dam sipor is considered a vadai. Dam sipor asur lechasot bo. Soah. However, if you took a dam sipor, which is a vadai, you cannot cover the soah alma sefik. So what do you see over here? You see that soah is considered a sefik. We're trying to prove who's the opinion that says soah is a sefik. Obviously, it's Rabbah. So now we have an answer to our original question. We asked, why did the Mishnah say over there that you cannot slaughter a koi on Yom Tov? Why can I sort of the koyin yom tov? Because you're not going to be able to cover it. Why can I cover it? I have uh, afar in the house. Rabbi Yehuda, you told me that this afar in the house is not considered mukseh. Uh, it's mukseh for the gabe the koy. It's not prepared for vadai, but it's uh, it's, uh, it's, it's 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 prepared for the vadai, but it's not prepared for the sefik. Uh, where do you see this uh, shita over here? So we see this shita over here, like uh, Rabbah. 
Lamatz is over here that a koi has a din of a uh, sefik, right? Has a din of a sefik, and therefore you're right. Legabe for Rava, you'd be able to take the afar over here and take it and use it for soah. You'd be able to use it for the koi as well. However, according to the other shita that says that soah is considered vaday legabe the koi, so therefore if you were meahedet for soah, you would not be able to use it for. Uh, the koi. koi, and that's why the Mishnah says that if you cannot slaughter a koi on Yom Tov, because the afar is not going to be prepared for a sefek, which is something that's pre- right. Why, why the Vada Shita? Because Ravah says if it's prepared for a Vadai, it's not going to be prepared for a sefek. So you have to say that what? That this afar. Was you have to say was prepared for what for something of a vadai status in Damsipur that he was going to do the conclusion of, the, of this answer of the Gemara that when the Mishnah said that a koi you cannot store on Yom Tov is because the afar that he had was mukhan but it was mukhan for a vadai and something that's prepared for a vadai is not prepared for a sefek like shitat rabah and therefore let's say it was prepared for dam uh, sipor uh, which is a vadai you cannot now use it for a koi which is a sefek that's why the Mishnah says don't slaughter because you're to put yourself in a position where you can have a problem now, the Gabedi Kisui. Comes the Gemara now and gives a, another answer. Comes the Gemara and says, Rame Bered Rav Yeba Amar Koi Hainu Tama Delo Mechasina. New reason. You know why you don't cover the blood of the koi? On Yom Tov, or oh, you know why? You know why you don't slaughter it? Gezera mishum hatarat helbo. Let's discuss the law of helif. That's the fat of the animals. Torah is matir certain helif. For example, helif haya is mutar. Helif behema asur. Bachila. Okay, it's a rule. Now, it's not called halif. The halif of a haya is really called shuman. Mm-hmm. Shuman is permissible halif. When it's asur, we call it halif. When it's permissible, we call it shuman. Good. Now, what's going to happen? If I'm going to tell a guy on Yom Tov, slaughter the animal, slaughter the koi, you have your uh, afar over here. We're talking about afar, that's not mukseh, efer kira, mukhanu, kotla biyuda, you designated it, no problem. We're going with a new answer now. So mukseh is not your issue. Your issue is not ketisha, because I'll tell you already it was loose. Your problem is not choresh or bone, because you take care of all those problems as well, like we learned above. Benakashi, nasenikad, gufa, etc. What's my only problem here then? My problem is a gizera. Because if you're going to tell the guy, slaughter it, make the kisuya dam, the guy's going to say, oh, this is probably definitely a haya. And therefore, if it's definitely a haya, the halev is going to be mutar. Now really, it's a safik. This halev over here might be halev of the behemah. So by not allowing him on Yom Tov to slaughter it, it'll... 
put in the guy's brain must be there's a controversy with this animal, yeah. and therefore wow. he'll know not to get involved with the chalib of it and not eat it. So the Gemara's wait. If that's your problem, afilu bechol if that's the case, even during the week, you shouldn't slaughter a koi. Which is the rabbi should tell you, you could never slaughter a koi, because you're going to make Kisui Adam on it. Right? Once you make Kisui Adam on it, it's a haya, because only hayot a hayab on Kisui Adam, you're going to come to eat the, the halib. So the government of the hall, regarding the hall, Amre, the people are going to say, Lenaker Hatsero Hutsarich. Which means when the people see a guy, forget about the guy himself, when the people see a guy slaughtering a koi during the week, and they see him covering the blood, no one's going to think he's doing Kisui Haddam. They say, why is he covering the blood? Hygiene. He wants to cover the blood because he doesn't want to have a blood in the middle of his uh, middle of his field. And therefore, we're not uh, we're not uh, you know uh, that, that we're not going to suspect that the inyan is a haya uh, now. On Yom Tov, however, really you're not allowed to do unnecessary work. So therefore, if they see a guy slaughter a koi on Yom Tov. And they know that you're not allowed to do unnecessary exertion on Yom Tov. And all of a sudden they see the guy taking the dirt and covering it. They say, oh, he's covering it. Must be because it's Badai, Haya. Oh, Haya must be the Pehelim is permissible. So the Gemara says, wait, Shahat Be'ashpamai. Well, what about a guy during the week that... Uh, or what about a guy that slaughters the koi next to a garbage dump during the week? Now there, <laughs> when you stay see him covering over there, no one's going to say he's doing it for cleanliness. <laughs> and therefore, I have a question on your theory. The according to your theory, during the week, if a guy slaughters it in a garbage dump, it should be a problem, it should be a sur. Why? Because the people are going to see him making the kisud, they're going to think it's vadaya haya, and they're going to come to eat the haylet. Secondly, secondly, bali malech ma'ikalimimar. A guy's going to come to ask a question. Let's say guy, the guy himself, forget about somebody watching. The guy himself comes to ask a she'elah during the week. Rabbi, I have a koi over here. Do I cover the blood? What is he going to tell you? Yes. Now you're going to walk away and say, oh, cover the blood because it's haya. Haya, therefore I can eat the halib. So therefore we're back to the question. There are still cases during the week where a person can get the wrong impression that what? That it's a hayah, therefore it's going to come to eat the chalib. Ela behol, iname mesafka, amri le rabbanan, zil trach vechaseb. The guy's going to say it like this. You know what? Just because he told me to cover it on the weekday is no proof of anything. Because during the week, since there's no isud against unnecessary exertion, so therefore when the rabbi tells him, go, uh, go cover it, Hey, it's a sefeq. You just tell me to cover because you don't lose anything. The guy in the garbage dump. He's going to see him putting, covering it in the garbage dump. He's going to say, you know what? He's covering it because it's a sefeq. Why is he covering it? Maybe it's hayab. Maybe it's not hayab. He's doing a sefeq. And you know what? During the week, no problem to do unnecessary exertion. However, and therefore he's going to know that what? It's a sefeq. Therefore he's not going to come to eat it. It's halif. Biyom tov. But when he sees on Yom Tov 
a guy come along and take the dirt and cover it, he's going to say, if this guy's covering it, the rabbis wouldn't allow him to cover it unless it was a vadai, because it would be unnecessary exertion. So therefore, on Yom Tov, when the guy sees somebody covering it, that's going to put in his brain that it must be a vadai. And therefore, he's going to come to eat its fat. So according to this answer, you get what I'm saying? When the Mishnah said, you can't slaughter a koi on Yom Tov. Why? Because you're not going to be able to cover the dirt. Why can't you cover the dirt? Because it's unnecessary exertion. And uh, what's the reason why the rabbis uh, put that isu? Uh, say, safek, cover the dirt, safek doraita. No, because we're concerned if you're going to cover the dirt, it's going to lead to a misimpression that the people are going to think that what? That it's vadaya haya. Right? And if it's Vadaya Haya, they're going to come to eat the Chalev. No reason. So it comes out so far, we have two reasons. Either the Afar is not prepared for a Sefik, or even if you want to say the Afar is prepared for the Sefik, it's a Gezerah, that if they see you covering it on Yom Tov, you might come to mistakenly think that the Chalev is permissible, and you might come to eat it. Good? Comes again what says last point. Tani Rabbi Zera. Lo koi bilvad amru. You should know when that Mishnah said that you can't slaughter a koi on Yom Tov, it wasn't only a koi. Ela afilu shachat behema hayab ba'of. Let's say you slaughtered behema, which is patur, from Kisu Yadam, with hayan and of, which is hayav. Vinitarebu damam zebaze. Now all the bloods got mixed together. It's asur to, to cover any of them on Yom Tov. Now look at Rashi. I understand why you tell me the koi I can't do according to the last answer because you're doing an unnecessary tirha. Because on the side that the koi is a behemah, it is unnecessary exertion. The Hindus is in Afilu Shahat where you have one of them that's Hayav. Here in the mixture, there's definitely an item of Hayav that's definitely Hayav. Because by covering all of it, you're also involving yourself in the behemah blood, which is not a sefik, and therefore that would be considered unnecessary exertion. But the Gemara qualifies. That's only talking where you would not be able to cover the blood in one shovel. Mm. Which means if you can cover it in one shovel, so therefore you're not doing any extra exertion. Because yeah. bottom line, you're going to have to do one shovel at least anyway. Right? For the haya. So when I do one shovel, I cover everything. So therefore, I cover the whole uh, behemah also. But by covering the behemah, what, did I exert myself extra? No. So therefore, if you can do everything in one shot... No problem. So the Gemara says Peshita. What do you mean? Of course, if you can do it in one shot, there's no one that can do it. Ma'u de tema nigzor dekira ahat atu shte dekirot. I might come along and say, hey, let the guy do one. He might come along now and do two. Therefore, kamash ma'alan, that what? If it's one dekirat, let's read Rashi. Gemara says, Peshita, ta'alot tarach b'shvim be'emamidi. You're not doing any tira. Kamash ma'alan, that you're allowed, and we're not going to make a gizah. So again, comes out according to this last answer, 
Choy is going to be Asur, as well as Behema mixture Haya blood is also going to be Asur to cover it on Yom Tov, unless you could do it in the minimum of one shot.